You're listening to episode number 14 of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into the self and other polarity. This is one we're all striving to manage and leverage, so you won't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We're so grateful you've joined us today. I'm Tracy. And I'm Michelle. We've been interprofessional partners in healthcare for over 30 years. During that time, we've been engaged in healthcare transformation and the development of healthy healing work cultures that result in the best places to give and receive care. We've engaged with healthcare leaders from across North America, and we are tired of seeing time, money, and resources wasted on change efforts that are not sustainable. In this podcast, we explore significant, reoccurring, and competing challenges faced by all healthcare leaders today using a brand new lens called polarity thinking, the missing logic in healthcare. You could say we represent the money ball of healthcare. We're here to expand your current thinking and challenge your reliance on problem-solving tactics. And Tracy, we're really glad to be with you again. And today we're going to talk about the self and other polarity. And, you know, this is like the third time we're talking about this in in one regard or another. Um, And the reason is because it's just so critical, right? It's so important to each and every one of us uh, as clinicians, as human beings, that, you know, that we find a way to leverage and manage the tension between these two. I would say this is one of our favorites, and we've been working on it a long time, and we just want to share it with everyone out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you're, it's not going away. Nope. <laughs> it's a polarity, right? It's going to continue for a long, long time. And uh, so there are a couple of other episodes we can refer you back to. Uh, one of them is the caregiver needs and care recipient needs that we did with Dr. Aaron Otterbacher. And oh my gosh, like that was a fabulous one. And it's just another layer, another context for self and other. Uh, so that's a great episode to listen to as well. And then we also had episode number five featuring Dr. Diane Bradley, and she shared a lifetime journey of managing this polarity, which is a good reminder, polarities never go away, and we're constantly managing them. And so she walked us through being a med student, being a physician, being a corporate executive. So be sure to check out that one if you haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of set some more context Mm -hmm. here for why we're at this again, um, you know, and we talked about this in previous episodes, especially the one with uh, Dr. Bradley, but it really comes down to, you know, uh, there's a lot happening in healthcare, right? As clinicians and leaders, we are having to manage so much and there's a lot of burnout and tensions and, you know, it's just a chaotic time. Uh, And so that's why this is really so critical and so important. But what we haven't done is really kind of walk through the polarity itself and what upsides and downsides are. So that's a big part of today. Um, But what we want to recognize here is that, you know, as clinicians, we're taking care of patients, (laughs) right? And as leaders, we're taking Mm -hmm. care of our team. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also, you know, we're, we're parents taking care of our kids. We're in marriages, helping take care of each other in our marriages, you know, our husbands or spouses or partners. And, um, you know, so there's, there's always that element to life, right? It's just who we are and how we are self and others. And so that's why this is just so critical. So this podcast today is really for leaders in healthcare that are in multiple roles, right? You could be at the bedside, you could be a healthcare leader in a, with a lot of accountabilities, a lot of, you know, 
weight that you're carrying with those roles, as well as in academia, providing education. So it's really for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, I think, too, as leaders, you know, you're not, you don't only carry the burden of what's happening for clinicians in the workplace. I'm sure, you know, people, uh, people in leadership positions are feeling a lot of accountability and responsibility for the burnout, the suicide mm-hmm. rates, the things that are happening in the environment that are, you know, just impact, having such an impact on the clinicians. But you also have to take care of yourself, yeah. <laughs> right? So you, you can't just be thinking about the clinicians because there's burdens that you're carrying that are impacting you as well. And so the stronger you are as an individual, the more you have, right, to help others. And uh, the thing is, you matter, right? And I think that's just the message of today mm-hmm. is that, you are equally as important as anybody else in your life, right? So taking care of you, being cognizant of what you need and who you are and what you need to develop is as equally as important as it is those that you're engaged with and how you're engaged with others. So it's, it's a both and. It's never an either or. And uh, we just can't emphasize that enough. Um, you know, and, you know, if you aren't balancing this or finding, you know, and this balance is not a 50-50, Right. right? Clarities teach us this is so dynamic. Um, but if you're not doing this, what's at risk here, right, is you're going to be burned out. You're not going to have anything left to give to anybody else, right? And uh, you end up feeling pretty unhappy and unfulfilled over time. Yeah, and you may never reach your ultimate destiny and your goal of who you could be if you were really balancing this polarity really well. So yeah. it is very important. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that's a great point because this is about relationship with self. Mm-hmm. And we tend to talk about it in terms of taking care of, right? But it really is about who you are, who you become, what your potential is. It's a great point, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I always think when I think about self and other, I always think we used to fly a lot, right? We were on the road all the time. And a lot of airplanes, right? And everybody that's flown an airplane knows, right? When they go through the whole, uh, you know, safety check thing, it's all about put your oxygen mask on first and then assist others. Well, that's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. You got to put our own oxygen masks on. Yeah, and we have to really be self-aware of where we're sitting on this tension all the time, and um, and move into action if we have to move into action. So for me. I have really been learning how to listen to my intuition around this polarity. Like, when do I need more me time? When do I need to pay more attention to others around me that are really important part of my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of that gut check, yep. right? Yep. Some things are pretty evident physically, mm-hmm. right, external to you. Um, but there are those things that are internal. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, you know, I think the big question is that we all need to ask ourselves is what's at risk if you don't do this? If you don't gain some dynamic balance in your life between yourself and the others in your life, what are what really is at risk? What what are the consequences of that in the grand scheme of things? And so I think that's just a great question for people to ask themselves and to think about. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And you know, sometimes too it's how are you benefiting and how and what's at risk, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, just some things to be thinking about when it comes down to this. Now, today we're going to walk through this polarity, and we know, you know, we've talked about previously, you know, polarities have upsides and downsides, and uh, and we haven't walked through some of those positive outcomes and some of the negative consequences. So we wanted to kind of have a conversation today to kind of point those out so people can get a sense of what this really looks like, uh, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things and kind of in a holistic picture of the whole. Um 
So as we walk through some of the upsides and downsides, just be thinking, uh, does that resonate with you? Like if you're your heart starts right. to pound, or the hairs on your arms stand up. That sounds familiar. Mm, or, oh boy, that she's talking to me. Uh, just pay attention. Uh, and that can be really like great joy, right? Yes, I've got these things. Or, oh, geez, I'm experiencing the downside, right? So yep. let's, um, I'm going to start actually with the downside of focusing on others. Um, and I'm doing this because I think, you know, sometimes this resonates with people. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people, especially with what we're facing in healthcare, all the stresses and the burnout and all that, that you know, it's going on. So uh, I think let's start there. And so this is the downside, right? The negative consequences that you would experience if you overfocus on others to the neglect of yourself. So, uh, and these are just a few examples. There may be others as well, but, you know, so basically if you're focused on, overfocused on others, your needs are going to go unmet, right? You're not the priority, and, uh, and the other thing is you really kind of lose your sense of awareness of yourself. Uh, and the other thing is you, you start to, you know, not develop as an individual, as a person. Retreat, retreat. Exactly, you know, <laughs> and, and you get burned out, right? Which is exactly. what a lot of people are experiencing. And oh boy, I tell you, I've been there mm-hmm. for sure. So have I. So have I. So let's think about... What are all the positive outcomes when you really are paying attention to yourself and loving yourself and caring for yourself? What does that look like? And first of all, your needs are met, right? Because you're paying attention to them. You're making them a priority. And I think another positive outcome is you're really self-aware. And we all know in healthcare how important, especially in leadership roles, emotional intelligence is. And you have to be aware of yourself first. So it begins with you. So that's a real positive outcome when you care for yourself. And then you're really putting that intention on how can I be the best self I can be when I walk through the doors at home, when I walk through the doors at work, you know, how am I showing up and I want to be my best self. And then another positive outcome is just the energy that you feel. I call it the flow. You ever have those days when you're just like, that was a great day and you just got that good, positive energy and flow. And you don't get that if you're not taking care of yourself. So you have to build that in. That's so true. It is. And then, you know, of course, if we love it so much that we want to hang out there all the time because, you know, it is about me, um, we could overextend that. And pretty soon, if we're not paying attention to other things going on around us, um, you can start to feel dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, it's You can start to lose that feeling because you become isolated and you begin to recognize that, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not getting enough from other sources. I'm just kind of isolated now. I'm only focusing on myself. Um, and you can lose your sense of shared purpose because you're not connecting with other human beings and colleagues out there. So that real feeling of isolation, of being focused on yourself can really kind of rear its head. Yeah. And uh, that whole disengaged, like, where is everybody? I'm out, <laughs> I'm out of the loop all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, you know, there is an upside to focusing on others, too. And mm-hmm. so we want to make sure that we give attention to that. And that is that satisfaction of supporting or helping somebody else, right? Being connected and serving, right? It's that kind of yeah. service leadership um, and just, you know, 
helping other people. That always, you know, brings a sense of satisfaction to us. The other is just the connections, Mm -hmm. to know that you're a part of something bigger, to be connected to other people. Um, That becomes really, you know, that's a very satisfying thing as well. And then, as you know, you said the downside, but the upside, right, is that sense of shared purpose and knowing that collectively you are contributing to something with others, that's something that's bigger than you, um, that has, you know, brings purpose and meaning to your life as well. And just feel that, like that feeling. Uh, as again, it's another satisfaction, you know, that you feel and uh, just, you know, warms your heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just feel like, you know, there isn't anything you can't do, right? When you work together and you have that collective effort. Yeah, well, think of how many times we've asked colleagues what they love about their work, and it's they're stimulated by their colleagues. I mean, there's a real upside to that being connected with others, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and and I think in other ways too, in other communities, people that are engaged with their churches or you mm-hmm. know their families, very close connections with their families, and or have big networks of friends. Right? There's lots of different ways that you're connecting with others and being a part of groups. Mm-hmm. So it's not all just about. Healthcare and caring for people. It's about the connection and being with people. Absolutely. Um, and so, really, this really moves us into how do we need to be thinking about this polarity in our life? And we know that we have to look at it together. They're interdependent, they are connected. So, we, you know, what are the simultaneous action steps that we need to be taking on both sides? Mm-hmm. And that comes down to personal choices conscious choices, having your own plan for yourself, other polarity. And and like Tracy, you said earlier, it's not 50-50. And of course, we hear that a lot, you know, about the misomers, about work-life balance and taking care of yourself. And well, if you really can wrap your arms around that, it's a dynamic balance and you always got to be paying attention to that energy and paying attention to yourself and to the people around you, it becomes much more easier to to move into action. Well, it does. And if you're paying attention daily, weekly, right? Like, you know, when you have a change in your schedule or something's coming up, that you're going to have to give more attention to others, right? Than yeah. maybe you are to yourself. But how can you continue to give attention to yourself at the same time you're engaged with others? So even if it's a small way, you're continuing to give uh, emphasis and effort to that, right? So that you're not just dropping yourself and giving full attention and everything to others. So, you know, it's just that it, it is, it's about knowing it's kind of seasonal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right? It's seasonal and it's week by week, you know, and if you're just, dil- you know, just vigilant about it, it's not that hard to do, really. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it could be five minutes and sometimes yeah. it could be, you know, I got to I got to spend two hours with myself today. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So some action steps for, um, you know, really focusing on self can be uh, meditative or reflective practices, right? That comes down to that kind of that self-awareness and just, you know, getting centered yourself, who you are, what you're about, what's important to you, um, spending time on things that give you energy, right? Things that just help you to grow, uh, to learn about yourself, anything that energizes you. Um, the other thing too, is that focus on self-development. Um, you know, we're big podcast listeners, <laughs> So, you know, bake a little podcast time into the morning routine, (laughs) and you know, so we can grow and learn. Um, The other thing, too, is um, rituals, right, that feed you, fuel you, um, you know, like Michelle and I both have a morning routine, you Mm -hmm. know. Now, 
depending on what's going on that day, that morning routine can flex, right? It can expand or contract based on what I need it to do. But it's a routine that I have that helps me to focus and get centered on myself so I can bring my best self to the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then there's action steps we can take for others too. And some of them are very personal, you know, having date nights with friends, our husband, our children. And I I was telling you, Tracy, this week, um, I just knew this past Sunday night, I got to I gotta have a date night with my husband. I mean, we live in the same house. <laughs> and we have a lot of things going on. And we have a very busy social calendar, but I just knew. And, you know, we just had a date night at home, got caught up on a lot of things. And that was just an action step that was really, really important. And then we can engage with different community groups, like you said, Tracy, um, and be mindful of the needs of others around us, um, you know, and to learn from them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everyone has a story, I say. You know, everyone has a story. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, sometimes, too, you know, it's just connecting with with people that have been a part of your life. Like I recently have connected with some high school, you know, co- you know people I went to high school that I hadn't seen in 30-some years. Did were- they recognize you? Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> I haven't changed that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, but it was just great fun, right, to just connect like that. And then, you know, our connection with our CPM colleagues, you know, it's just it's just so much fun to reconnect with others that have had meaning and purpose for you, right? Those connections have been meaningful. So there's just lots of different things that you can do, um, you know, to stay connected or to reconnect with people. Yeah, I like writing handwritten notes. That's my thing lately. I'm kind of getting back into that. You so. are, and you're so good at that. <laughs> now, the the thing here, right, yes. is you have to be vigilant, right? Because you mm-hmm. put action steps into place, and uh, sometimes they work really well, and sometimes they're totally ineffective. <laughs> or you overfocus, and you start to neglect one of these poles. And so what we want to do is be vigilant so that, you know, again, we get back to the early warning signs, those early indicators, so that you don't slip down into fully down into that downside where you're experiencing the negative consequences that we talked about. So you want to try to stay as much as you can, right, getting those positive outcomes. Um, And so let's talk a little bit, Michelle, about some early warning signs that can kind of, you know, give us a clue that things are going a little bit awry. Sure. So if I am over-focusing on other people all the time, and that is where my focus is, um, after a while, it'll show up because that's what polarities do. And I can get a little grumpy or irritated um, because, you know, it's because I'm not paying attention to what I need, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, I feel like I don't have the time to do anything for me because I'm always doing things for other people. And, you know, people tell you, you know, you look really tired. And it's because you're so focused on things outside of yourself that, it, again, it shows up. Mm-hmm. And um, you, after a while, you just know, I, I need some me time. And I, I want to run away. Like, I want to I leave town. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've had that feeling a few times. Exactly. Yeah, well, and then, you know, the other thing is you have to have some early warning signs if you're over-focused on self. So there's, you know, there's those downsides to that, too. So, you know, sometimes when I'm really over-focused on me, you know, the me, 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 mm-hmm. um, then what I realize is that I just have a desire, a lack of desire to be involved with anybody else, right? Like, it just, I don't care. 
Uh, the other thing is people complain they haven't seen me. Like, where are you hiding? We haven't mm-hmm. seen you in a long time. What's going on? Um, and you, or you're like hearing things about your family or friends and you're like, oh, I had no idea that was going on. <laughs> you're like out of touch with what's happening. Or, you know, there's big major events in the news and you're like, mm, yeah, I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> um, or, you know, people say, you know, it's all about you and what you want. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, those are just some early things people might say to you or you might start. To, again, it's that kind of sometimes it's the gut. Yep. Oh, I'm not really not connected to what's happening, right? Like I need to come out of my <laughs> out of my little, you know, cave or wherever I've got myself hunkered down focusing on me and get out there and connect. So Yeah, and what we've learned about the early warning signs is if you don't really train yourself to pay attention to that, to move into action, that um the outcomes are gonna be hundred percent predictable. Oh yeah. Right. And then you'll really swirl down into that vicious, vicious cycle where all of a sudden you're sick, people are walking out on your life, you know, all yeah. kinds of, you know, staff are coming in and resigning because yeah. you're not paying attention to them. I mean, it has bad effects. <laughs> oh, yeah, it can on a lot of levels, right? <laughs> so the thing is, too, sometimes, you know, we talk about, you know, kind of mapping this out. And we we have a handout uh, that you can download, you know, uh, from the show notes. So if you go out to the show notes, we'll have a, a map of this polarity that you can kind of look at and write in your action steps and early warning signs. And sometimes, you know, it's kind of hard to do that. So we just really encourage you, tap into other people that know you, right. that know your early warning signs, right? Because they can help you uh, kind of figure that out if, you, if you know, you don't know yourself uh, what some of those are. So I just wanted to bring that forth, too, a little bit. And, um, you know, because this is so important. If you're not getting this dynamic balance, right, your relationship with yourself becomes unhealthy, Mm-hmm. And your relationships with others become unhealthy. And that can have significant right impact, as Michelle said. So you don't want to be experiencing those negative outcomes at all. So here's a few things to walk away with today, right? This is not an either or choice, right? This is both and. And uh, it really is to, you know, your benefit to start to get some dynamic balance between these two if you don't already have it. And if you do have it, it's a great time to reflect on what are you doing that's working Mm -hmm. so that you can continue to do those things, right? Mm -hmm. So that you can maintain this because we have cycles Mm -hmm. in our lives where, right, things are pretty stable and then we have these really chaotic times, right? And that's at work, at home, doesn't matter with your family. So, you know, while things might be going well today, when chaos hits, right, that's when it's going to be at risk. Yeah. So I notice that about myself, right? When things are really stable, I feel like, oh, man, I got this. I'm I'm doing good, right? <laughs> and then a bunch of stuff happens, and it's like, oh, you know, I, got, I totally lose a handle on it, right? So you got to just be mindful of that. So if you're doing well right now, yay for you. Keep up the good work. Realize what it is that you are doing and keep doing that, right? And and think about contingency, right? What right. you're going to need to do if things, the ship starts to rock. Right. And I think, you know, being in a leadership role, um, you know, people watch you, right? It's kind of like, you know, don't do as I say, do as I do. <laughs> is that how it goes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know. Because people are watching you, and so it's and and when you're in a leadership role, you really are 
mentoring other people and being a role model, I guess. Exactly. Lead by example. Lead by example. So yeah. that's yeah. something that for you to be dynamically balanced is really, really important. Well, and the other thing is, too, you know, even as clinicians, you can yeah. role model for your colleagues and how you're finding this balance amidst the chaos that you might see in your work environment, right? For your family, for your children, you can role model how you have this dynamic balance and your ability to, you know, shift as you need to shift and maintain both of these. So, you know, um, we're role models for everybody. And, and you know, if there's uh, challenges, you know, that you're facing individually, um, you know, by shifting who you are and how you're doing this can have a significant impact on everybody else, right? Yeah. Because yeah. then you're different and they notice that, right? Yes. And then that that can, you know, um, bring change in others. So something else to think about. And, you know, the other takeaway is you're, you're equally, they're both equally important. This is not one's more important than the other, right? You're not more important than the That's others right. and the others aren't more important than you. It's an equal importance. And so just keeping that... Um, yeah. in mind. And then that this is a choice. Mm-hmm. Comes right down to it, folks. Right. You make choices every day, every moment. Yeah. Right. And so everything about this polarity is a choice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you make those choices um, unconsciously because just out of habit. Right. So just being even aware, having that self-awareness mm-hmm. of what you do and what you're getting from the habits that you have. Um, and then, you know, Again, like we said, engage others. They'll help you monitor this, right? Yeah. They'll help you stay on track. I know my husband does. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, I think, you know, uh, before we close, just again, a reminder that we have the self-other polarity map and a reflection tool for you. And we really hope that you'll download that, you know, just go out to uh, our show notes on our website and um, and take the time to think about this because this is just so critical. Yeah. And share it with others too, really, whether it's one other person or, um, you know, maybe your team meeting where you've been talking about, you know, self and other and having a better balance. It could be a really good exercise with a group of people too. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for being with us. Yes. Until next time. tuning in today. If you found our conversation insightful or helpful, please share this episode with others you think might benefit. Also, go out to iTunes and rate the show and share a review because we really like those positive ones. Wink, wink. You can access today's show notes and downloads at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you want to learn more about polarities in healthcare or how you might manage them in your organization, you can contact us for a free consultation. Just go to our website at www.missinglogic.com.